You're listening to the St. John's Diamond Creek podcast. This episode presented by Senior Minister Tim Johnson. G'day everybody. Um, Yeah, so we're all staying in together today. Normally we've got our uh, St John's Kids program that the kids head out to, but uh, we're going to do it all together today and I'm going to need some help along the way uh, with this talk as we think about uh, Thanksgiving. Um, We do our Thanksgiving uh, around the time that we celebrate this church's birthday. So the 11th of November uh, is the church's birthday, so that was uh, last Monday. And can anyone tell me how old uh, St. John's is? What birthday did we celebrate? It's a big number. I heard all sorts of numbers, 152, I think I heard amongst that. 152, 1867 is when we uh, celebrate sort of the start of St. John's. That's when the first stone was laid. And uh, someone popped into the office recently because they'd found this book in an op shop. And uh, they thought, that would be of interest to us. It's been rebound, uh, but it was actually a gift from the senior minister, the vicar at the time, to the person who ran the choir in 1876. We've got a photo of the inscription, actually, uh, which will come up on the screen. This is what it says. Presented to Mr. John Starling by the Reverend A.J. Pickering. Um, Vicars back then could really do handwriting really well. There's no way that I could kind of match that at all. As a small token of his high appreciation of the valuable and voluntary services rendered by him in connection with the choir of St. John's Church Nilambic, which is what it was called back then, December 1876. So this church was uh, nine years old, as opposed to 152, when this was given as a gift. So... People have been saying thank you in this place for a very long time. So the senior minister wanted to say thank you to someone who was volunteering uh, with, the, with the choir. And uh, what we're doing as part of Thanksgiving is saying thank you to God. Thank you to God for the blessings uh, that he gives us as a church community in our lives and in our church. So I want us to think about uh, a story about thanks from the Bible. It's from Luke chapter 17, so I'm going to tell that story. But I need some helpers. I need about 11 helpers. Um, Okay, Jazz and Kira, I was hoping that you'd come and help. You can come and stand over here. I need someone to be Jesus as well. David, you can come and be Jesus. Um, Actually, if you want to volunteer, come on down. I need Jesus. We've got Jesus. And then I need 10 other helpers. I've got two, so I need another eight. You come and stand over here. David, if you come and stand on that side. We're up to three. We need ten. Come on, keep on coming. Uh, four, five. I thought Lenny was coming. She can keep coming. Keep coming, Lenny. Come on, come on. No? Okay. Come on down. How are we, how are we going? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'll start nominating. Three more. Come on down. I made my son do it this morning. He said afterwards, Dad, I didn't really want to do that. But... <laughs> But he came anyway, and he had a good time. And you'll have a good time too if you come down and help out. Three more people, come on. This is essential to the story that we have 10 people. Robin, thank you. Bronwyn and Chase, thank you. Excellent. So have we got it? We got it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Excellent. Because in this story, 
from the Bible. Uh, there were these 10 people, and you all had a terrible skin disease. So your skin, your arms and your legs and all over your body would have been sort of lumpy and sore, maybe a bit pussy and gross. Um, it was a skin disease, uh, probably uh, leprosy. The Bible sort of says that these people had leprosy. And not only was it yucky and icky and sore and scratchy, but it was also very contagious or catching, which meant you weren't allowed to be with other people because they would catch your skin disease. So you're probably actually a little bit too close to these people here who might catch it. So you need to sort of push back as far as you can. You're not allowed to be around people. And you can imagine how hard this would have been because you weren't allowed to go to school. You couldn't work. You couldn't be around other people. You had to basically be far away so not only were you sick and sore, but you're also lonely uh, and isolated from other people. So these 10 people had this skin disease, and they'd heard that Jesus was pretty powerful. And so they thought, maybe Jesus can help us. Uh, let's try and get his help. So they called out to Jesus from a distance. They couldn't go close to Jesus because then Jesus might catch their skin disease. So from a long distance, they called out these words. I want you to say it after me. You ready? Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Ready? One, two, three. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. What do you think Jesus said? Jesus actually said something a little bit strange. David, you say, go and show yourselves to the priests. Go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, why would Jesus say that? You'd expect Jesus to say something like, be healed. Sometimes Jesus did exactly that. But this time he says, go and show yourselves to the priests. In those days, there weren't doctors. And so the priests would be the one who would check out um, when people had skin disease, they'd offer some advice as to what they would do. But more importantly, when a person got better, they would go and show themselves to the priest. And the priest would say, yep, your skin's all cleared up, your skin disease is gone. Now you're allowed to go back and be part of the community again. So that's why Jesus said, go and show yourselves to the priest. So off you go. You go heading down uh, out this door. Let's go together. We're off to see the priests, the wonderful... No, no. We're off to see the priests. Come on down. Off we go. And as they were walking on their way to see the priests, all of a sudden they realized that their skin was clearing up. They started saying things like, hey, our skin's not lumpy. Our sores are gone. And one of them, that'll be you, Daniel, turned around, you guys keep going, you can go out that door and come back in and go to your seats. One of them went back to Jesus. And he didn't stay at a distance, he went all the way and he fell at the feet of Jesus and said, thank you Jesus for making me better. <laughs> and Jesus said, hang on a second, weren't there 10 people who got better? What happened to the other... What's 10 minus, what's 10 minus 1? It's 9. 9. What happened to the other 9? How come only one of you has come back to say thank you? And then he said to the man, go, your faith has made you better. Go, your faith has made you better. And the guy went off. Thank you. Put our hands together for our wonderful helpers. It's a pretty simple story, but it's a pretty powerful reminder, isn't it? 
We can understand why the nine didn't go back to Jesus. They were excited. All of a sudden, this terrible sickness that they had was gone. They could go back to their families. They could work. They could do all sorts of things. So they were pretty excited, and off they went. But the one guy is the example to us, isn't he? The one guy who thought, Jesus is the one who's done this. Jesus is the one who's made me better. I must go to the one who has healed me, and I must thank him. And so he went back. And he's the model for us in our own lives. So much of what we have comes from God. Everything that we have comes from God. The food that we eat, uh, the lives that we live, the breath that we breathe comes from God. And it's easy in the day-to-day when things are going well to forget that those good gifts come from God and forget to say thank you. So this Thanksgiving service is really a way for us to focus and an opportunity for us to say to God, I'm so thankful for what you have done for me in the past year or the past years. Um, As Robin said, in a moment we're going to open up um, so that people can come up and just share. And this is a chance for you to publicly thank God in front of other people. It's a way by doing that to encourage other people. Uh, The work that God's done in your life might be exactly what someone else needs to hear today because they're struggling with certain things and maybe they're doubting that God is good or that God will help them. And your story might be just what they need to hear. I've been praying today that people uh, would feel released and free to be able to share their story. It's not easy, I understand that, to sometimes get up in front of people and share that. But it's a powerful thing for us to do and you're in a trusted space within this community uh, of love and care and support to be able to share those stories. So I'd encourage you uh, to do that. I've had the privilege over the course of today is is to hear lots of stories of thanks because we've done this through our different congregations today. And my heart is full (laughs) with uh, the goodness of God and what a beautiful place this church community is. My daughter said to me at lunch today, she said, when you were standing up there the front, Dad, and people were sharing their stories, you were so happy. I said, yeah, sweetie, I was so happy because God is good. Um, Even in the midst of hard times that people have been through, God is good and sustains us. Um, So many good things have happened in this church this year. Um, God answers prayers. When we pray, when we ask God, he answers those prayers. Uh, God's message of good news in Jesus Christ is powerful and effective and people have become Christians in this church this year. This is a community of love and care and people have gone above and beyond the call of duty just to look after each other as as family and care for each other. Uh, These are all such rich blessings and I'm so thankful to God. It's a privilege to be the senior minister in this church uh, and we've got so much to give thanks for. Uh, As part of our Thanksgiving service, uh, we do a Thanksgiving appeal as well. In the Bible, uh, there's lots of different gifts that people bring to God, but a thanks offering is one of them, which is just a way of saying, God, everything that we have comes from you and we want to be thankful and we want to give, I guess, above and beyond what we regularly give uh, to the ministry and the mission that we support in this church, uh, recognising the blessings that God gives us. That's what our Thanksgiving appeal is. Um, So we do that each year. We encourage people to give a thanks offering. You can do that in one of four ways. Uh, As Kirk um, 
described earlier, there's the column out there for cash in envelopes. If you want to give uh, a Thanksgiving offering, there's little envelopes that you can put it in which says Thanksgiving Appeal so that we know that's what it's for and you can pop that in the column out there. You can go um, directly, direct debit, um, paying into our church bank account. The details are at stjohnsdc.info. Just make sure you mark that as a Thanksgiving appeal if that's what it's for, so that we know that's what it's for. If you use Tithely, which is the phone app, there's a pull-down menu that says it's a Thanksgiving uh, offering. Uh, and lastly, if you want to um, use your card today, Andy's going to be out in the foyer, and uh, you can do a... Is that right? You're waving at me. Ah, oh, that's Andy. He'll be out in the foyer. You can find him uh, and you can do a thanks offering there. Um, all of this money goes to support the ministry and the mission that we undertake together. Uh, it supports things like you saw uh, with Plenty Life, uh, that out of a small group who were supported and sent from this church, it's now grown to 160 adults and children. Um, and I was saying at our annual general meeting this past week, um, that we're a church that God has blessed. We're a large, healthy and growing church and we're right on the edge of this growth corridor which is um, accelerating in its numbers all the time. Uh, and I put it out there that one of the things that we need to be thinking about and we will be thinking about is, is this something that we're going to do again? Uh, we know what it costs to do a church plant. We know how hard it is. It costs time, it costs energy, it costs people, it costs money. And yet we've seen the fruit as well, like with Plenty Life there. So over this next year, we're going to be giving some serious consideration to that. Um, and that's the sort of thing that these gifts, uh, these offerings, this money that we give uh, goes on to support, sharing the good news of Jesus so that people can come to know him and seeing people strengthened in him. Uh, so I'm going to invite the band uh, up again uh, and I might uh, just pray as well um, giving over this money that will be given through the Thanksgiving appeal uh, to God. Uh, there's going to be prayer ministry available. I'll take your uh, role here, Renee. Uh, our prayer ministry team is going to be available during these two songs as well. If you'd like to pray about anything that's happening in your life, uh, they'll be down the back of this part of the church over here. They'd love to pray with you. Um, again, prayer works. God hears our prayers. Please take advantage of this. Uh, let me pray. Father, we thank you for all of these testimonies to your goodness and grace that we've heard today. We thank you that you are a God of love and you've placed us among people who love us and care for us. We thank you that you're a God who hears our prayers and we rejoice in the prayers that have been answered. We thank you that your message of forgiveness in Jesus is good news and that we've seen people this year come to faith in Jesus, grow in Jesus and be sustained in Jesus even through some hard our situations. And so we pray that this money that we're giving through the Thanksgiving appeal, electronically, cash, however we're giving it, would be used wisely, would be used well, and would multiply uh, so that people would be blessed by your good news of Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for St. John's Diamond Creek. If you have any questions about this podcast, send us an email, questions at stjohnsdc.org.au. 